0: Your brain might turn to putty, but there's still a chance to learn. We'll be your study buddies. We're going to talk about some stuff and make research cool.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Study Buddies, the podcast that brings you the latest in science
0: and psychology. And sometimes more. My name is Paula Sanchez-Abreu. And my name is Taylor Collins. We're your hosts. We're back. Woo, woo. Some shout-outs
1: before we start. Please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Study Buddies Podcast because there's like some fun graphics that go up
0: there, you know? So check it out, babies. We love the gram. Slide into our DMs, you know? Make make yourself known. Whew. Hot.
1: Okay. So. Taylor brought in a study for
0: the week. What have we got today? All right, so today's study is called Low Self-Control, A Hidden (laughs) Cause of Loneliness.
1: Oh my God, after a year of loneliness, I cannot wait to get into it all. Tell me, tell me more.
0: We have just spent so much time being lonely during the pandemic, and this study... Seems so perfect. It was published in 2021 in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin.
1: I believe that this study was inspired by, I don't know, like a song. I think it goes like, lonely,
0: I I am so so
1: lonely, lonely. I I have nobody to call my own. own. (laughs)
0: yikes so anyway (laughs) so what's this study about yes um this study is about loneliness and the first sentence of this study is actually loneliness is prevalent which is pretty telling in that loneliness is something that i i'd say many of us face and the study really wanted to look at one of the factors of our personality that might contribute to feeling lonely.
1: And so how do the authors
0: define loneliness? They define it as, quote, a perceived gap between the desired and the experienced amount of intimacy, connectedness, and closeness with others, end quote. Wow. That made me think of Taylor Swift for some reason.
1: Um, I feel like all of her songs encapsulate a little bit of um, desire for intimacy, connectedness, and closeness with others. And most music Anyways. in general, I would say. Too. Yeah, that's actually true. That's really true. Hence the song that we started out with. Um, so how did the authors like set the stage as to why loneliness specifically is important socially?
0: Yeah, well, the authors note a litany of, like, well-established research that shows that loneliness is tied to cognitive decline, depression, and actually even premature mortality.
1: Whoa. So basically, if I'm lonely, I'm also going to become stupid, sad, and also die. Sweet deal, bro.
0: Damn. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's pretty rough, but it's it's not that black and white. Okay. But it, it does seem to be a risk factor for those negative outcomes. Mm. So that's why the authors really wanted to understand what might lead to loneliness. So other studies have also indicated things like poor social skills, disagreeableness, um, lower emotional intelligence, and antisocial behavior seem to be correlated with loneliness. And authors noted that the current research into what causes loneliness doesn't seem to be really as comprehensive as they would like. So there's more work to be done here.
1: Right, of course. So then why did the authors choose to look at self-control specifically?
0: They chose to look at self-control because there's established results in research that show that self-regulation is pretty darn important for our interpersonal relationships. So Basically, being able to demonstrate self-control promotes more normal, acceptable, and desired behaviors that leads to relationship success.
1: Got it. So then how did they define self-control?
0: So they defined it as, quote, the ability to prioritize long-term goals over tempting desires, urges, and impulses. So me deciding that I'm going to have a salad
1: or a veggie dish for dinner instead of ice cream each night so I don't have a heart attack by 34.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Very Great. Cool. Very hard uh, self-control to have. And I don't know if I always succeed in that. Sometimes (laughs) I have a self-control failure where I am not able to control myself, (laughs) especially with ice cream. Seriously. they also say that self-control can kind of be thought of in two ways. So there's... Trait self-control or state self-control? Okay. So trait being like where your level of self-control lies as a person on average compared to other people.
1: So if I was, let's say, a trait shopaholic, I would truly love shopping like all the time.
0: Right. Okay. And someone else might not be on the same level with you right. and is the guy who, you know, I should Only guy. That's very gendered of me. But- <laughs> is the person who might sit outside the stores at the mall while you're in them and be on the bench carrying your bags. Got it. What a, what a
1: lovely person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's a winner. Or yeah. she. Or they. So, <laughs> And then the other, the other way to think about self-control could also be state. So that's like how your self-control might change moment to moment. Okay, so if I was a state shopaholic,
1: I would love shopping when something like affects my desire to shop, like a big bonus dropped into my bank account, and I need new clothes.:
0: Yeah, absolutely. That cool. is time for a shopping spree to treat yourself. Treat yourself. OK. So why would lower self-control leave you lonely? Well, the authors speculate that you're more likely to be ostracized.
1: Also known as deemed uncool and not welcome like I was in a lot of my social circles in middle school.
0: Yeah, so being ostracized when you don't use self-control. Right, that makes sense. Especially since using self-control seems to help people strengthen social bonds by encouraging them to behave cooperatively, comply with social norms self-sacrifice in romantic relationships, and it reduces the likelihood of aggressive responses. So higher self-control is related to also being seen as having more trustworthiness, Mm -hmm. likability, and even morality. So one actually neato facto that the the study mentioned is that people that engage in self-control failures that don't really affect others. So like things like overeating or overspending that would more so, you know, affect you mm-hmm. can still be perceived as untrustworthy by others. Oh, wow. Even if it doesn't affect them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And one thing to keep in mind is that the researchers also note that being lonely may also influence self-control behaviors. Mm. Um, so these effects might influence each other in either direction.
1: Okay, so, like, being lonely or ostracized might make some, like, executive functioning skills like self-control a bit harder, Mm -hmm. and having low self-control might make me lonely? Yep. Classic chicken or the egg, am I right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, how was this study conducted? Let's get down to it. Well,
0: these overachievers actually did four studies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, so we have a a bit to go through, and I'll give a quick summary of each of them uh, and what their findings were as we go. Sweet. Let's do it. So what did Study One look at? Well, Study One looked at trait self-control and loneliness by using a self-report data set uh, called the Longitudinal Internet Studies for the Social Sciences, LISS, with data from 2012. So they had... 2,701 individuals who completed a trait self-control scale, which had like 13 items such as I am good at resisting temptation and a loneliness scale, uh, which had six items that were like, Hmm. I miss having people around me.
1: And people had to like rate these on a scale of one to 10 or one to six or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They had to kind of rate it as a numeric. Yeah. And so- this study also collected and controlled for the five big personality traits as well, um, and also things like gender, income, uh, if they had children, what their partnership status was and, or employment status, to limit conva- like different confounding variables that might undermine right. the findings. Of course.
1: And so what did they find?
0: Well, they found that lower self-control was associated with higher loneliness, Oh, boy. Yeah. The level in which self-control impacted loneliness seemed to be similar to other traits that were associated with loneliness in other research, like agreeableness and extroversion. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, But the strongest variable by far associated with loneliness – like, this is kind of taking into account the big five data, uh, was actually having higher emotional stability. So
1: interesting. So, does that mean that people that had higher emotional stability were more likely to experience loneliness?
0: No, the opposite way.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. So, it's that people that have higher emotional stability were less likely to experience loneliness.
0: Yeah. And they said that's the strongest predictor. So, this, you know, this isn't the same as self control, which is what you know, the whole point of this article is, but it's just another, like, interesting point that they noticed in their data.
1: Yeah, that's fascinating. Okay, so that's study one. What was study two?
0: All right, so this study looked at the relationship of self-control and loneliness in day-to-day life.
1: day to data,
0: anyone? Oh, yeah. So they had participants keep a daily diary to track both trait- and state self-control's relationship with daily loneliness.
1: Okay.
0: So the study had 460 participants from Amazon Mechanical Turk, an online data set, <laughs> who completed all data appropriately, and they collected an intake survey to assess trait self-control, Okay. Um, as well as seven-day daily diary data, which consisted of questions to answer on a seven-point scale. Maybe they
1: kept it in one of those diaries that has a little lock on it, you know, like you used to have when you were in first grade.
0: Super cute. They did it electronically, which is like not as cute, but we can imagine them doing it in a diary. Yeah, that's what I want to do. So the answers ranged uh, from not at all to a lot uh, for questions like, in the past 24 hours, did you feel lonely? Um, In the past 24 hours, did you give into temptation? Uh, In the past 24 Mm. hours, did you feel your life was meaningful? Did you feel happy, feel sad, feel good about yourself, uh, feel Mm. like you were being yourself, et cetera? So they were sent an online link to this questionnaire every day at 4 p.m. to complete within the next 24 hours.
1: You know, it's funny. I think if you actually assessed like most teenage girls' little diaries with a lock on it um, for this study, you'd probably find the same answers as the questions they were asking. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Okay. So we know how they did study two, but what were the results for study two?
0: Results for study two were lower trait self-control was related to increased loneliness. So similar to study one. Mm -hmm. uh, And reports of daily self-control failures were associated with daily loneliness. Wow. But that was only just on the edge of significance, meaning like- okay. It was, Grain of salt. It was related, but it wasn't like the hugest amount of related, if that makes sense. Got it, got it, got it. Yes. Um, Grain of salt. They also did some fancy statistics. So they did a regression analysis to control for other variables' impacts as well. Okay. And it seemed that individuals with lower trait self-control experienced more loneliness. <sighs> and experiencing self-control failures on one day actually predicted loneliness the following day. But the reverse was not true. So like loneliness didn't predict self-control failure. That
1: absolutely tracks for me, actually, personally speaking. And we will talk more about that in our next
0: episode. Moving on. (laughs) Study number three. Tell us about it. So study number three wanted to test how self-control affected ostracism. Basically, like when... You're an ostrich, and you are being left out, so you stick your head in the ground.
1: Okay, but this has nothing to do with ostriches, right?
0: Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with ostriches. So, okay. (laughs) They wanted to test how self-control affects being left out, a.k.a. ostracism. Got it. (laughs) They looked to measure if people were more willing to ostracize people who showed low self-control. Oh, dang. Yeah. We we hate us out here. So they had (laughs) 226 participants who were randomly assigned to read a description of someone named Robin.
1: Ah, Robin. Who
0: either had low self-control or high self-control. Okay. So in the story they read about Robin, Robin stated that she was having some money issues but she took a walk and she ended up in an electronics hmm. store. Exciting day for Robin. So, you know, Ro- Robin's <laughs> on her way. So, those who were randomly assigned to low self control Robin, their their story ended with her having a look at the new tech in this electronics store. And she ends up buying a new smartphone, even though Robin, she already. Robin,
1: uh, no. Uh...
0: Yeah, so. Robin with the self control failures over here. <sighs> and those who are randomly assigned to high self control Robin, well, she was having a look at the new tech and eventually left the store without buying anything.
1: You go, Robin girl.
0: Yeah, get him. And then they wanted participants to imagine that Robin was going to be a new coworker of theirs. And they used a scale to see how much they would ostracize her.
1: Okay. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty here.
0: So the scale was a seven-item ostracism intention scale with statements like, I might find myself excluding Robin Mm. uh, like and rating it on one strongly disagree to seven strongly agree. Okay. And they also wanted to look at if participants thought Robin was kind of like a a good person uh, with statements like, Robin cares about others, oh, wow. or Robin takes time for others, or Robin sympathizes with others, it, like, et cetera. They also had a set of questions to assess how people thought Robin's behavior would affect others. So these Got were it. statements like, Robin has enough willpower not to engage in behaviors that might hurt others, like agree, disagree, on right. one level. and. Robin is able to resist the temptation to behave selfishly. Selfishly, agree, disagree? Huh.
1: Okay, so now I really want to know what the results were. Like, what did people think about Robin?
0: Yeah, like, like, how are we? How are we really judging Robin from really just buying a phone? I mean, we're giving this girl a hard time for self time control, but yeah. They found that participants showed a greater likelihood of ostracizing the low self-control robin. Yeah,
1: that's right, Robin. You bury your head in the sand, you tech-loving bird.
0: <laughs> oh my god, her name is Robin, yeah. and she's being ostracized. Oh no, Taylor. No. That is excellent. No, no, it's too far. It's an, it's a necessary no finding. No.
1: Oh no, I'm so sorry everyone. I'm going
0: to go t- I'm going to go tweet about this. Okay, please please just tell us the rest of the results for study 3, please I beg. She wants me to move on. Fine. All right. <laughs> Participants also felt that low self-control Robin also seemed to be less of a good person in general and less wow. likely to be a good person towards others. That is
1: crazy. Yeah. Okay.
0: So if those are the
1: results from study 3, I can't wait to find out what study four has for
0: us. Yeah. So the last study of this article wanted to look at how this concept of being ostracized might mediate or basically explain the relationship between self-control failures and loneliness. Okay. And if this is only related when the lack of self-control brings bad consequences for others.
1: Okay. So like... When Robin can't stop buying new phones, so her kids can't renovate their nest because of their phone debt. Yeah. And and because Robin is a bird, and that's why they live in a
0: nest. Yeah. Come on, Robin. You're, you're poor baby birds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how did they actually test this? So participants from the UK were recruited from a data gathering website, uh, and they had over 200 participants. The participants completed scales to measure trait self-control, okay. trait loneliness, and trait ostracism, mm-hmm. which is like how much you feel felt you were excluded in the past, like two months. Cut <laughs> it.
1: That would um, th- I, I would just rate like the highest one on every single day f- for the last twelve years of my life. Um, <laughs> just so ostracized. I'm always left always out. Always left I'm out. Always excluded. Yeah. This is somebody that can't get enough attention over here. Anyways, moving on. <laughs>
0: They also completed questions five times a day. So five times a day, daily questions on an app for seven days Ooh. to measure momentary loneliness, momentary ostracism, and questions about their recent self-control hmm. and its impact on others. So the questions that they had to answer Got five it. times a day were things like, did they give into temptation in the last hour? Is anyone aware of what they did? Did this have negative impacts on people? Did this have positive impact on others? Things like that.
1: Wow. What a fun app. So what were the results from this? So it
0: turns out that actually people only reported self-control failures like 18% of the response time. Um, And when they did talk about having self-control failures, uh, about 80 to 85% of the time they kind of said that there really weren't positive or negative outcomes that affected others. Oh, wow. So the data was a a little skewed. There wasn't a lot of people really reporting that, you know, I did this, I didn't have self-control and it negatively impacted so-and-so. Yeah,
1: because who wants to admit that to themselves? Right.
0: So they did find that lower trait self-control was associated with higher trait loneliness and higher trait ostracism. So really similar to the other studies. Yeah. And they showed that the relationship between trait self-control and loneliness was actually mediated or basically explained by trait ostracism. So essentially, having low self-control affects how much you're left out, which affects how lonely you are. Oh, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) So just like just like think of that take a deep breath and remember all of the times you did something stupid because you didn't think about it in middle school and then everyone hated you because this study is saying it is true yeah. and you should feel bad. All right. Yep. <laughs> so then the study also used lots of fancy statistics with all of the app data um and we're not going to go into detail here because there was really a lot uh, but the The results were generally aligned um, with all the other studies and demonstrated that self-control is often linked to loneliness and this can be explained by being left out. Oh, that's so sad. It truly is.
1: But so, okay, so we have all these sad results, but are there any other, like, important results that this article shared?
0: Yeah, so the effect size of the relationship of traits low self-control to loneliness was small. So basically the impact, like how much it affects it, like wasn't that big, wasn't that important, wasn't that large. Um, but it, it was there and it was there on the same level with other traits of our personality that are associated with loneliness, like low agreeableness, um, and introversion versus extroversion, things like that.
1: Got it. Okay. So there is a, there is like a, a, Significant, but not that significant. Relationship between loneliness and low self control, yeah, essentially.
0: But, however, state low self control, so ah, like those moment to moment things, mm-hmm. seem to have a bigger impact on feelings of loneliness. Wow,
1: fascinating. So, hold back from the ice cream because it may make you feel alone, essentially. Yeah. Wow. Well. That's a lot, but we also know—we do know by now—there must have been some limitations. So just give them to me straight.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I'm sure thinking about this, you could recognize that a lot of the data was gathered through online self-report measures and apps and tech and things like that. It wasn't like conducted right, in a laboratory, right? Right. Um, which always brings into play the issues surrounding like accuracy of oh, self-report. Yeah. Um, as well as like clicking fatigue when filling out online surveys, so you know that like yeah yeah whatever feeling you get when you get like halfway into something
1: yeah and your eyes glaze over and you're just like
0: can this be done yes yeah yeah so that can that Absolutely. can affect the data, um and I would also think like thinking about study four with the app uh, where you were rating things like five times a day the authors don't talk yeah. about this but my guess is that there might be some like Unintended positive accountability effects. So, like, from being in the study, so like, you might be more attentive to looking at your self control when you have to think about that five times a day.
1: Oh, you're right. And like, people are really aware of when they like fall into a temptation or not because they have to report it at some point during their day. Yeah.
0: Like, I may binge mm. eat snacks at like 4 p.m. after. A stressful part of my day, but if I have to fill out a survey right after and it's going to ask me to explain whether I binge ate snacks, I may may not binge eat them. Right, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, I'm also not sure how truthful people will always be on self-reporting self-control failures anyway. Yeah. Um, Like maybe they don't want to own up to it or – That's true. Also, I'm not sure how truthful – people would be on how their self-control failures impacted others. Yeah. So, like, maybe they don't want to own up to it or – Right, right, right. Because they didn't even realize. So perhaps doing this, like, again, another way that was not self-report, maybe more scientific, uh, in a lab-type experiment. I agree. That might be interesting to see. Yeah. And the authors also mention um, that there may be other variables that they didn't measure – that might impact these findings like how the there's a tendency to withdraw from other people when you're feeling a negative emotion which you might get after like having low Mm self-control and so maybe feeling disappointed might lead you to withdraw from people which would relate to loneliness which is different than being like ostracized
1: yeah yeah i i think that that would be really interesting to look at in a future study how like these other variables may fall into making you feel some type of way about your own decision or lack of decision rather um well that's all very interesting taylor i am like a little bit sad from knowing all of this but also it's it's exciting to oh, yeah. like think about, and I'm really looking forward to our passing notes. Thank you so much for giving us the lowdown on this study.
0: Yeah, I think when we do passing notes, it's going to be a very unfortunately humbling time to really yep. reflect on our our failures of self control and yep. why we're deeply alone. Um, yep, and I can't,
1: I cannot, uh, I cannot guarantee any accurate self reporting in the passing notes episode. That's all I can say. All right, my study buddies. Thank you so much for joining us for another week. And we will see you next Tuesday for another episode. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. You can follow Study Buddies on Instagram at Study Buddies Podcast or send us an email at studybuddiespodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Study Buddies is created and produced by Paula Sanchez-Abreu and Taylor Collins. Our podcast is edited by Renee Collette. Our music was composed by singer-songwriter Caught in Between. Our graphics were designed by Monica Ray Summers-Gonzalez. Our social media is run by Kieran Dio. Media photography by Sherri Lynn Photography. You can follow Study Buddies on Instagram at Podcast or send us an email at studybuddiespodcast at gmail.com. Study Buddies is created and produced by Paula Sanchez-Abreu and Taylor Collins. Our podcast is edited by Renee Collette. Our music was composed by singer-songwriter Caught in Between. Our graphics were designed by Monica Ray Summers-Gonzalez. Our social media is run by Kieran Dio. Media photography by Sherry
0: Lynn Photography.